Welcome to The Daily Bread. I'm Reverend Joseph Lee, and today's topic is called You Can't Get to Heaven on Your Grandparents' or Your Parents' Coattails. Many people think that by association they can get to heaven. They don't have to do anything because, you know, they've grown up in a family where mom and dad are Christians, grandparents are Christians, so therefore they think they're Christians. But that's far from the truth. Let me tell you about a story. A few years ago, I took some folks out to dinner, and I met a young man that was engaged to this woman's daughter that we had taken out. And they were, we were all out, and I asked him some questions pertaining to his faith. I asked him if he was a Christian, and he said he was. I said, well, how did you become a Christian? What did you have to do to become a Christian? And his response was almost priceless as he stared at me. He couldn't even move his lips. He looked as if he saw headlights coming straight for him like he was a deer in the headlights of an oncoming truck. He couldn't even respond because he had no clue at how to become a Christian. And as I delved a bit further, he couldn't comprehend the actions one must take to become a Christ follower. His first response was that he met his girlfriend and he decided to go to church with her. Therefore, by deduction, his first response was salvation by association, such as, I think I'm a Christian because my girlfriend's a Christian. But unfortunately, that's far from the truth. You can't get to heaven on your girlfriend's association with Christ. Okay? It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way if your mom and dad are Christians or even if your mother and father are in ministry. Your dad's a, a minister. If you've never believed in Christ, you've never done anything to believe, then that does not make you a Christian if you or by association. After we gave this uh, young man many analogies, he still just could not tell the simple steps of how to become a Christian. Well, unfortunately, we're seeing this all over the country because these young people, they don't know the simple steps of becoming a Christ follower. With the great number of churches in America, and why aren't we doing a better job in sharing our faith? Is it because the politically correct is not wanting to offend anyone? Have we become the politically correct? Certainly, I hope not. I tell you the truth, I would rather be unpopular than not to share my faith with somebody because it would be a terrible thing if I had the opportunity to share my faith and I didn't because I didn't want to offend anyone and they got killed driving down the road. And the problem is I never said anything to them. I never told anyone about Jesus. I never opened my mouth. I never got off the pew and opened my mouth and shared that's what we're supposed to do as Christians, as Christ followers, as we're supposed to share our faith because 
fellow Christians, our faith is not private. Jesus died a very public death. He died a very public torture and crucifixion, and he suffered terribly and greatly for our sins. How can we remain silent and not share the most precious gift with another human being? Therefore, why aren't we sharing these simple steps in becoming a Christian? Why aren't we telling others about Jesus? Well, let me review what these steps are by giving you the scriptures that are going to substantiate this. Open your Bibles to Romans 3.23. It reads, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, meaning hell. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. John 3.3 says, In reply, Jesus declared, I tell you the truth, unless a man or woman, it doesn't matter. In biblical times, it says a man is born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. But let's rephrase this. If Jesus was here right now telling you this, he would say, I tell you the truth, unless a man or a woman is born again, they cannot see the kingdom of God. John 4, 6 says, I'm sorry, John 14, 6 says, And Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. In Romans 10, 9 through 11, Paul wrote, If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. That is the key scripture of how to become a Christian. And it goes on to, he goes on to say, and scripture says, anyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. But let's review this one more time. If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him, Jesus, from the dead, you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. We must profess our faith to others publicly. 2 Corinthians 5.15 reads, And he died for all that those who, sh- who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Let me read that again. And he died for all of us, that those who live should no longer live for themselves. We are not to live for ourselves anymore. We are to live for Christ Jesus because he is the one who died for us. And he is the one that was raised up again after three days. Revelation 3.20 reads, Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, 
I will come in and eat with him and he with me. What this is saying is Jesus will stand at your heart's door and knock. He is giving you an open invitation to accept him as your personal savior. And if anyone who hears his voice and opens your heart's door to accept Jesus Christ into your life and into your heart, he will come into you and fellowship with you through his Holy Spirit. This is powerful stuff, friends. This is how you share your faith. This is how you tell others about Jesus. You you know, a lot of people tell me sometimes, I don't know what to say to people. I'm telling you, this is what you say to people. Mark these down in your Bible. Share your faith. Read this to people. And then ask them if they want to come to Christ Jesus because he's knocking at their doors right then and there. If you believe these scriptures and confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Son of God and he's risen from the dead, you will be saved. You must acknowledge that you're a sinner and then profess with your mouth that he is Lord. You can also pray and ask forgiveness of your sins. You can pray and surrender your life to Christ Jesus. You can pray Jesus wants you to pray. Jesus taught us as Christians to pray in Matthew, the Lord's Prayer. Part of the Lord's Prayer is, forgive me of my trespasses as I forgive those who trespass against me. Why don't you pray this prayer with me? Dear Heavenly Father, I've sinned against you. I want forgiveness of my sins. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me and rose again. Father, I will give you my life to do with as you wish. I want Jesus to come into my life and into my heart. I ask this in the name of Jesus, amen. If you prayed that prayer, let me know. I hope that those who really do know Christ as their Savior I hope that you truly start sharing your faith with others. Just remember that those that are lost, they have to know that they cannot get into heaven on their grandparents and their parents and their girlfriends' coattails. They cannot get to heaven by association. The only way to get to heaven is in true faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus again said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I'll be praying for you all. I hope and pray that you do come to Christ. I hope and pray that Christians will start sharing their faith. I hope and pray that pastors will start preaching the gospel and not be afraid of the politically correct. You must get up on those pulpits and you must preach the truth that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one will come to the Father except through Christ Jesus. Well, you've been listening to The Daily Bread. I'm Reverend Joseph Lee. This has been a production of Marketplace Evangelism Ministries Incorporated and MarketplaceEvangelismToday.com, which is our blog. Until next time, take care and God bless. 